obstacles that are presented in front of us, Lord. We ask this in your name, Lord. We give you thanks, Jesus. Amen. God bless you, hermanos. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Gabriel to, uh, to pass, and let's keep on uh, praising the Lord with attention to his precious word. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless everyone this evening, brothers. You might be seated. God bless the group. Tragedy of what happened over the weekend, and it looks like we um, experienced it here at service when I mentioned it on second service. It had, uh, you know, all this stuff had been encountering itself, and like Brother Lorenzo said, uh, we've got to keep in prayer, amen? Um, we don't live in a, uh, in a world anymore that uh, children can walk to school safely, and you could just, you know, leave your doors open at night and feel comfortable, and you got to be vigilant. And the vigilance that the Lord is asking us is what Pastor was talking about with Peter um, starting to lag behind a little bit with Jesus, but vigilance that he's asking for is for us to constantly be in prayer and also manage what we have control of. We have control of raising our children. We have control of discerning spirits that are in our homes. When you see and you hear the stories and you're starting to find out a lot of things and, you know, a lot of stuff was known there and it all starts in the table of a dining room and where rebellious spirits start to be born. Parents aren't vigilantly trying to work together to put into subjection some of these things. It's a void like we talked about with the children that Jesus needs to fill in humanity. Our responsibility is not to be angry, but to let those that, oh, you go to church, so I'll stay for you there. It's to remind people that, that the world that we live in is a world that everyone lives in. And I like our chances. And I like the way one news reporter said that, and I think this person probably was going to get criticized, but I thought it was pretty amazing. We've heard it before. Is like, I mean, what a, you can't explain a better place to be at. If your life's going to be taken from you, you're in church. You're in worship. You're in praise. And, and she was brave enough to say that. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, you know, but we know, brothers and sisters, that this world, it can happen at any moment. So we must pray. We must be vigilant. We must not be with anxiety and terrified because we know we have a God that's before us. I can only think of a passage in the Bible, and it's in Esther, where enemies were trying to come after Esther and her family, and the same noose that they were preparing to hang, they got hung with. So if we can trust in our God, teach our kids to trust in God, to pray, prayer is so important more than ever now in our lives, and to trust in God, amen? 
God bless the kids this evening. God bless you, kids and young people. God bless you all this evening. May God inspire you in class, create something new in you, help you through challenges, bless you, and just speak to your hearts. Amen? These kids got such a great future with parents that are seeking the Lord. It's exciting. I mean, there's parents here that, there's parents here that, you know, um, I always remember, I always remember growing up in Maronando in, in the old church. And I always remember brothers, sisters getting up and, you know, telling the children here, you know, you're in a good place. You know, it might be too late for me. My kids are grown and, and all this. But parents, keep on bringing your children here and you're going to see the fruits, the fruits that start to be developed by them and how God can do amazing things. And I'm, I, tonight's message, tonight's title, uh, the message of tonight is uh, better focus. Amen. I, I, I wrote this, this saying, and, and we'll see if we can explain it a little bit, but I wrote this saying, and it's, and it's, just, it's just common sense, right? Where you sit determines what you see. Just listen to that for a second. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I mean, I feel like, you know, I've, I've taken some truth serum, and I'm right here in front of you, and 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 I, I was, you know, like my dad was, my dad, my dad. I mean, my dad, you know, he talked about the violence. Yeah, he talked about the violence on Saturday, right? Showing up early, right? Talked about that, right? Well, you know, thinking about from a sports standpoint, I mean, you 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 want to show up early if it's free admission, right? You want to show up early if it's first come first serve, right? You want to get your seat because you want to be there to be able to see things. I don't ever hear people saying, you know what, let's just show up late so we can get nose. I was going to say that, right? And yet sometimes our position, our, 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 our focus isn't on seeing differently. We, we, we position ourselves, we, we, we set ourselves up with distractions, so we're missing out on the details if I hold something at this distance and I ask somebody from far away to tell me what it says, they're going to have a harder time than somebody that might be sitting up in the front. Am I correct? That's just common knowledge, right? It's just eyesight. And, and, I, and I think that sometimes we must, we must, something inside of us must be birthed, must be moved, must be, must motivate us, must inspire us, must, must create something in us to position ourselves better. We could call it just one day we wake up and we're just tired. You know what? I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of, of, of this, just barely making it. I'm tired of, uh, of the struggles of this and that and this and that. And, 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 and a word of God, a, a, a message comes and, and inspires us and it, and, it, and it moves the dirt, the ground that we're on. And we start to say something's got to change. When is the last time you have said something's got to change? It's been a while. It's been a while. 
Has it been a while? It's just, because it should be every single day we walk through these doors. No matter who we are, <laughs> we should come in here with motivation to change something, to improve something, to, be, to, to, to learn something, to be inspired by God. Like I said last Wednesday, if we're coming here to a hardware store and we're building something to our home and we're coming in here with not even the equipment to take it with us. You've seen it, right? The mattresses, the washer on top of a car. I've seen it in some countries. Man, they're riding a bicycle and they've got, and they, and they've got a, a, a a dryer on their bicycle. That's all they got. Are we prepared for what God has prepared? Or, or are we stuck? You know, pastor talks about it. Are we stuck seeing man? Oh, here goes Gabriel again. Oh, you know, I seen you, Gabriel. I seen you. I heard from you. I know about you, Gabriel. I'm glad. Keep me honest. This ain't about Gabriel. This is about right now God putting an anointing and having a word for us. It's inspired by the church. And our focus. Our focus, you know, I, I, I went to visit a man. He's in a wheelchair, and, and we've told the story before. He has ALS. He's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to die. Just, it's, it's a sad, ALS takes your life. You, you, your, your muscles, you lose your muscles. One day you're walking. The other day you can't walk anymore. You're in a wheelchair, and you lose all the way to your, you lose your muscles of your lungs. You just die. Horrible disease. So this man, I'm in his home, and he's driving with his eye. You missed that. He's got a camera in front of him. He, did, he, he designed this. He's got a camera in front of him, and he's looking on, screen, on the screen that he can see through. He can see right through the screen. It's a computer screen. He has a camera on the opposite side, and he sees through the screen, and it has little circles that are clear, and he looks at a circle, and he turns his chair, and he starts going forward. Everywhere he's looking, he's driving. Isn't that amazing? But you know what he says? The, a gentleman I brought with me, he goes, oh, you should put some things on your screen. Maybe you could put your cell phone up here so if you get a call, or you could put over here so you can, you can do a search or say your communication device. And he goes, no. He goes, it'll distract me. He goes, when I'm driving, I got to Focus. This guy thought he was like, oh, all these wonderful ideas, right? Which the guy could have done. He goes, no, it's hard enough paying attention. Because my eyes got to stay right on that if I'm going to go forward. What, 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 is, what is taking your attention? What is taking, we've talked about it before. The messages come here. Is it hurt? Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it anger? Is it pride? Is it rebelliousness? Is that, does that fuel your distraction? Bitterness. 
And, and you know, what's amazing about David is, and you can read it in the Psalms, you start to see, you know, places where he was distracted. He would start to talk about being envious. And then you can see later on, he starts to say, but wait a second, they got an end. Their end's not as good as my end can be. Because David would get distracted. But where's our focus at? Where's our energy being placed at? We ask for God to guide us and to, and to show us and to instruct us. But, you know, where you sit, it's going to determine what you see. Pastor was talking about, you know, on, on Sunday, he, he mentioned a couple of things. And, 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 and it's beautiful when you have a heart that's just wanting to serve and do stuff. And, 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 and it's beautiful when you see the transition of people. There's some people, they'll get a message and they're like, what can I do? I, I need to get involved. God just spoke to me. What can I do for the church? I, I, I'll, I'll sweep the steps. I just need to thank God for what he just showed me. There's others that, like he said, man, and it's, you know, you know the story of Peter is so, so, you know what I mean? It's, it's profound, right? You know, there's others that were like, I, I, I'm good on Sundays, Wednesdays. I'm good on Fridays, but let me just hang back a little bit. Every once in a while, I'll get close to let you know I'm here. But I lay, I lay back a little bit. Because they haven't moved to that next level. They haven't been inspired where they're sitting is not allowing them to see the details. Don't you want to be inspired? Don't you want to see things differently? Don't you want to see Jesus differently in your life? You, you, you could be saying, I've been here for so long and, and I just ain't feeling it. I just, I, 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 I just, I'm not feeling Jesus. But I might not be seeing him clearly. If we turn to Mark 8.22, Amen. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. Now, now, when 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 you're Jesus, and 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 you're in your entourage, your disciples that are hanging with you, people that know of you, they 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 they're not coming to him, and and they're not like, oh man, I heard about you. Oh, you're, you're Jesus. You heal people and all this. Oh, come on here, I'll bring you this right here, and I'm gonna give you. Now they're bringing people because he didn't come for glory. He didn't come for for to get congratulations. I heard you, Lazarus is alive. This is who, who we believe in. This is the strength and, and, and the power of the name of Jesus is that when he showed up to places, they didn't bring gifts. They didn't bring, they brought need. And here they bring a blind man and, and we start to, you know, study a little bit the, 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 the history of this person blind. And we're going to keep on reading right here. Let's keep on reading on verse 23. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of town. Now, why is Jesus going to do that? Why? You know, you, you would think they brought him a blind man. Jesus is like, all right, it's an event. Because Jesus isn't about events. 
If you're looking for your event in Jesus, you know, you're, sometimes we're looking to be self-glorified. Sometimes we're looking, you know, if Jesus heals me, I'm going to tell everybody. It's all about that. Sometimes Jesus just needs to take care of you. And I see this moment right here where Jesus is like, you know what? There's a lot of, there's a lot of noise. And I need to be focused. And I need the person that I'm going to work with to be focused. There's some questions I'm going to ask this person. And I need to make sure they can be in focus. Come here sometimes and, 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 and it's a van. It's, a, it's you know, I didn't like the music today. You know, Gabe's on the bass and. It just didn't sound good, you know. I, I like it when so and so they do this and that, and, and we're just looking for the event. We're not. We're missing the. We're missing the the Jesus. Amen. We're missing that He's here. He's here for our needs. Are we bringing our needs and, and, and our need are our needs more cardinal than their spiritual? Let's listen to that for a second. Are, are we bringing to Jesus? Uh, you know, give me a house. Are we bringing to Jesus? Give me a car. Just to get me out of this financial constraint. Give me a job. Are we bringing to Jesus? Give me an education. Are we bringing to Jesus? Just get me, a, get me a husband. Get me a wife. Are we bringing to Jesus more, more of the flesh? Fix, 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 fix this, fix this, fix that. Are we coming to Jesus looking for spiritual guidance, spiritual healing? Because we'll miss it. Who touched me? Who touched me? What do you mean who touched you, Jesus? There's people all around you touching you. What do you mean who touched you? No, 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 no. This is a different touch. So coming here. Unless we touch him differently and we pull power out of him. It's just a repetitive action. It's habitual. But our focus has to be in. So he takes him by the hand. And I think that's pretty important, right? It's like Jesus didn't start walking in front of him and says, follow me. He's a blind man. Takes him by the hand. And led him out of town. And when he had spit on his eye, wait a second here. We've read this before. We've heard it before. You know, I've, I still remember Pastor, the, the sound he used to make. I don't know if it was that bad. I almost feel like if I spit, you know, on, on, on the front row right here, you know, don't get so scandalous, right? Don't get, judge me so bad because we see Jesus here. He spit in his eye. It says, he, and when he had spit on his eyes, man, that's just like, come on, you would think, Jesus, can you do it different? Can we do this different? Now, he's out of town. And he does this action. And he put his hands upon him. He asked him, if he saw aught, can you see now? That's a pretty legitimate question, isn't it? But you, you, think, you think here, what an interesting question. It's Jesus, right? And Jesus' spit's got to be like, come on. I mean, you have people selling bottles of you know, holy water and all this stuff. You got to be thinking like, Jesus spit. There's no question. Do you see now, right? Because see, 
this is important to understand here because Jesus was touching people and yet people were not getting healed or changed when he was walking down the road. So Jesus says, you know, I'm doing this action here. I'm still going to ask you a question. You know, where are you at? Can you see better? What a question, right? You were thinking like, I'm going to spit it in your eye. Then I'm going to ask you, you're going to see better. You, you, you'd think that the guy would be like, you know, no, thank you. I've heard about you. I haven't seen what you've done, but I heard about you. But I don't know if I'm willing to take that risk. So he spits in his eye. He asks the man, can you see better? And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. Listen to that. You know, verse 24, men as trees walking. And I see men as trees walking. Verse 24, bro. So men as trees walking. I mean, I mean that's, man, that's kind of, I've seen that movie too, right? I think it's in the Lord of the Rings or something like that, right? Got some walking trees. Was he seeing Lord of the Rings? No, no, he wasn't seeing clearly. There's something wrong in that picture. Jesus, you know, looks at him and goes, okay, what's going on here? Okay, you're, you're, there's, I don't see no trees walking here. So he goes to verse 25, and after he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look, he was restored and saw every man clearly. question for you i asked you your your purpose of coming here being cardinal being spiritual but i've got i've got a question for you you know how many times has jesus been in front of you with the word of god with prayer with things and 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 you just haven't seen the results how many times you know pastor talks about it sometimes we'll get up again right And, and ask for the same thing what are we missing? What are we missing in this in, in, in this action that God has promised for us? He's promised us freedom. He's promised us wisdom if we demand it. He's promised us to receive if we knock and we ask. He will open the door. But what's happening here? Jesus, Jesus, you know, he, he had to pull the guy away from the noise, the spectacle, the event, because he needed to make sure that the man understood his question. Can you see? Because if he would have left him there and the man says, yeah, I do see. Oh, I see. I see. I see. When did trees start walking? This has been like, oh, you don't see. Oh, wait a second here. Those trees are man. I can see clearly now. And I think that the problem a lot of the times is, first of all, is hearing God's voice in the question that he's asking us. Are you seeing? Are you seeing your state? Was your pride, his anger, is, is hurt, jealousy? Ooh, jealousy. Ooh, that spirit. Oh, I'm jealous. 
jealousy, any of these things that we talk about, they lead to things. And some of you that have struggled with it, you don't want to say nothing right now. You're like, oh, if he looks at me with jealousy, he knows. He knows that. Look, I'm looking all the way around. I'm seeing who's smiling the biggest. Ah. But any of these things, they lead to separation from God because jealousy just means that you love something more than you love God. What? No, it doesn't mean that. Absolutely it does. Hurt means that you focus on that pain more than you focus on God. Pride means that you choose rather to let it be you than let God work through you. What's God saying when he says, do you see? Can you see? It brought you to me blind. I can't leave you just here halfway healed. Can you see? No, you know what? You know what? I do see. I see now. I see walking trees. You know, we leave a message here and we're like, I see. I see. And then you hear and you're like, wait, you don't see clearly yet. You're seeing light now. But you can't see the details. So the question I have for you is, where are you sitting at when it comes to the message? Some of us, we come here and we've established an opinion before the message even gets started. This is just the way, I, this is the way I'm going to raise my family. This is it. You know, I, the, you know, the church can say this, people can do this, but I'm going to raise my family this way. Where you sit is what you'll see. Our pride cannot allow us to get into a position where God's word can't reach us. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Our pride cannot allow us to get to a point where God's, can't, God's word can't reach us. We get to that point where, where again, we got it so figured out, right, that we're, we're not even allowing God's word to penetrate us anymore, to get in us anymore. Well, I take it like this. Well, I read it like this. Well, it's, you know, I know he said that tonight, but really, I think success is really this. I used to have a discussion with an employee years ago, and this person says, man, I don't really need to go to church. I mean, I don't steal. I, I, you know, I take care of my family. I, 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 you, you know me. You know me. You know how I am. I'm a good person. He was a good person. He was a better person than me. He had an amazing heart. But he hadn't come to a point of accepting Jesus in his heart. I can understand, you know, somebody in a tribal area in South America and maybe never hearing the gospel, but he was hearing the gospel from me. He was hearing how God was still working in me, changing me. Help us, God, to see today. Let's turn to John 5, 39. What helps us to see? Search the scriptures. For in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are which testify of me. So, so we leave here 
Sometimes we leave here, and, and again, sometimes we're inspired, sometimes we're not. And it's really, I don't think it's really, the word of God is the word of God, and it's how we came in here. Did we come in here with the motorcycle trying to take all the lumber home for the room we're working on? Did we come here just like, ah, you know, Wednesday, it's cold outside. Let me just get through this right here. Got to show face. You know, I'm going to see these people at work tomorrow. Or do we come here searching, searching for something that's in us, something that's void? Oh, we all got void. We all got void. I don't know who, I don't know who you think you are. That's your cup is running over. We all got void. God brings us here. And look at Paul. Paul, you know, some people right here just, man, self, self-righteousness, you know. But we got Paul over here that was recognizing his void. And he was struggling and carrying his void. And, and, he was, and he was grateful for God's grace and mercy. So that void, God wants to fill it. And when he fills that void, guess what? Something else shows up. Because God's perfect that way. Because God is perfecting us. The closer we are to his details. How do I know that? What a God. God says, yeah, I'm not going to judge you. My words are going to judge you. What? I kind of like that first part that you're not going to judge me. That kind of lets me be a slacker and just take a free ride and, you know, take it easy and just roll with it. Now he says, my words are going to judge you. And, and they are which testify of me. Do we know what's being testified of God? Are we taking his word with us? Are we challenging ourselves to say, God, I, I need to understand. I need to understand because I've wasted a lot of opportunities. I've come store. I've come to the grocery store. I've come to the hospital and I haven't taken anything with me. I've come, and, I, and, 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 and some of us are like that, you know? So I'm not like that. I, I don't want to go to a store just to window shop. But there's some people that do that. You're going to giggle right now because you're going to notice you just you walk out and your basket's empty. What you doing? What, what sense is that? But you do it just to pass the time, right? We come here with that same mindset. We come here, and the word of God is dropping down some stuff for us if we're willing to pick it up. And, and, and if we pick it up, we take it with us, and we say, okay, God, this right here spoke to me. Now, I need this seed. I need it to hit fertile ground. So how do I get it to hit this fertile ground here? Well, well, I've got to start removing some things and making some space for it. See, I put a lot of focus in these things. So when I get to church, I'm kind of worshiped out. Why? Because I've been worshiping these things. Sometimes my job's my worship. Sometimes my family's my worship. Sometimes it's my job and family. That's not allowing the seed to penetrate. And God says, look, you don't think I'm going to supply your need? You don't think I'm going to take care of your family? You got to remove all this anxiety 
Because it's not allowing you to focus. And my seed is not reaching the void. So, by searching the scriptures, we're gonna see, we're gonna see the details. I wanna see the details. I like to see the details. I like to know, I like to know more of the story. I, I just don't want to, I just don't want to get, you know, I don't like the cliffhanger. I'm like, what happened? How many of y'all, how many of y'all like when a movie ends and you're like, really? 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 At least they could have showed them holding hands or something. Now, I'm a type of person that God speaks to me and I'm hearing a message and God's saying, get in that. And he first says it to me, get in that. Because you need better focus because you got a lot of things going on right now. You got all these things that are just creeping up on you and, and you, you, you need to just get focused. I said, God, well, help me do that. Search the scriptures. Apply them to your life. Jeremiah 29, 13, amen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Matthew 15, 8. These people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their hearts far from me. So, so this, you know, this is a Jesus that, that he recognized, he recognized humanity. He recognized not only the way humanity was when he was there, he recognized the way humanity was going to be when he wasn't going to be there. And the church was going to be established. He recognized that there was going to be churches full of mouth worshipers. He recognized that there was going to be people that, you know, like, like pastor said it on Sunday, there was going to be the Peters that said, even if I die. And that sounds so beautiful, doesn't it? Even if I die, Jesus, unto the death. Sounds great, doesn't it? But he knew. Oh, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. I'm giving my life. You know, brother, give me that microphone. I got to say something. Uh-oh, Peter. What you going to say? Be careful. Because Jesus is telling us that the scripture said, if you plan on standing, stand firm. Make sure you don't fall. commitments as simple as telling Jesus you know what Jesus I'm giving you my heart work with me and I am a work in progress I'm a mess that you can turn into a message I, I mean I don't know how many of y'all are a mess I'm a mess some of y'all that know me can say amen <laughs> I'm a mess but I'm grateful to God that God keeps on chipping away he keeps on working on me. And it's tough, Velma. Velma's like, man, smile sometimes. Man, when God gets to that void, when he starts to remind us of his love for us, and he asks, do you see? I said, I do see now, God. I didn't see it when I was in it. When I was in it, all I saw was the storm 
All I saw was the waves break it. But now that I'm out of that, Jesus, I can't believe, I can't believe I cried to you, Jesus, and I didn't trust in you. I can't believe I woke you from your sleep. Peace be still. Because our faith, faith that moves mountains. Ooh, I like that one, right? Faith that moves mountains. It's going to be proven. So during this time, the struggle that you're going through, this hurt, your faith, your faith is growing. The silence is growing it. I just don't know why things aren't happening. I just don't know why, 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 why these things aren't moving from my life. And your faith is just, it's looking for that, 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 that inspiration that just says, but you know what? I'm going to praise God anyway. I'm going to go to church anyway, even though I'm offended, even though I'm angry, even though, even though, even though I don't like the food they cook there. (laughs) I'm still going to go. Because it's just a building. God still can have a word for me. God have a word for us. Help us, God, to see what we don't see sometimes. And we get to a, we get to a, a, a place where, where our lips are making more noise than our actions. Sometimes our lips don't even make any noise. Because again, something's got to inspire us. Something's got to motivate us. Something's got to tell us. Something's got to change. Something's got to give. We're living in dangerous times. We're living. We're living. We're living in the last days. We're living in times where, where, where people are saying, really, a church? And you're hearing criticism and saying, well, I guess your God didn't protect you praying. That's what people are saying. And what is our response? What kind of light, what kind of salt are we? If if we're not defenders of the cross, if we're not saying, if we're not saying, if we're not saying what God has done in us, what the void that he filled in us, who we were at one time, but we're not anymore. How are we inspiring this generation? How are we inspiring this world by what God can do? How God removes things from us? How addicts aren't addicts anymore? Drunks aren't drunks anymore. Abusers aren't abusers anymore. God is healing the hearts of the broken. We choose rather to turn on the TV, see what the news media tells us, and then we go to the gun store. Because it's a horrible world we live in. Now I choose to say, God, up to now, up to now, you've warded off evil. And I believe in you, Jesus. I believe that, you, you know, just the way you've done it, you'll do it again. Help us to see you, Jesus, and to focus on you instead of all the noise.
and always get, wants to distract me. You know, God doesn't want us to just partially see, you know, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, okay. You, you look like you're struggling there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm struggling a little bit with my eyesight. Oh, we say we're doing good then. It's the truth. That's our first response in any kind of facet, right? Is that we want people to think we're what? We're all right. We're good. Until the checklist comes out, right? I need oil here. I need a replacement here. I need a little bit of brake work here. Here's your bill. The truth is this, is that we are a work in progress here, and God is working in our lives. God is working in our hearts, in our minds. God is washing what is dirty. God is removing what is evil. Jeremiah 29:13. And ye shall seek me and find me. When you search me with all your heart. Now, this is an interesting scripture here because we see here the disciples walking with Jesus, talking with Jesus, seeing. I mean, they had to have seen it, right? Or did they? Miracles. And he says that they, they, they weren't, they were with him, but they weren't with him. So let's think about this for a second. I'm with Jesus, but was my mind with my family that I left? I'm with Jesus, or am I worried about who's going to pull out a, and try to stone me? I'm with Jesus, or am I really not understanding what he was saying? What form of distraction, what form of distraction is keeping you from Jesus? What is it? What chatter is keeping you from understanding this verse right here? Because when we seek him, and it's amazing when you seek him, you know, you know, you can complain about a test you're about to take, or you can ask God to expand your knowledge. Because complaining about a test isn't going to make the test easier, right? Asking God to allow you to receive the knowledge in for the test is. But yet, we will complain about circumstances in our life. We become bitter on things. We get angry. We show that God hasn't completely healed something and we don't seek him so he could be found because he says it simply. If we believe in him and we believe that there is a God and yet with our actions deny him, do we really believe there's a God? They say that's the number one cause for atheism. Like, you know, Okay, you know, you believe in God, but you deny him. And we got to get to a point where, 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 where the work in progress is continually pushing us closer to him. 
Instead of saying, man, I didn't really like how you said that. I almost felt like you judged me. Instead of seeking that, saying, God, there's time, there's an opportunity. I need to seek you with all my heart. I need to learn more about you because the more I know about you is the more you'll know about me. The more I know about you is the more you're going to fix me. The more I'm around you is the more you're going to know me. And the conscience that you put, the spirit that you're you're going to fill in me is going to guide me. I'm going to make better decisions in my life. Should I do this? Should I not do this? I'm not going to roll the dice anymore because my spirit will guide me. I want want your spirit, your word to reach my heart. But it's not going to reach it if I'm not seeking you. Your word is tough. Who could, who could carry your word? Who could, who could do it? I mean, you, you, got, you got to believe, you know, these disciples, right? You know, you see Peter, you know, by himself. I'm sorry. How many of y'all feel like you're by yourself? What are the one that taught us how to do it? How many of y'all feel like, man, I'm carrying this on my own? You better go to the one that had victory over it. So, so we see Jesus there by himself. Because where was it too hard? It might have been too hard. You know, who could do it? But what's beautiful about it is the Holy Spirit, the comforter. The comforter. The comforter is what's going to get to places, to the crevices. You know, you, know, you know what a crevice is? A crevice is a, is a shadowy place. You know, a crevice, a crevice isn't a crevice anymore when, there's, when light overtakes it. But a crevice is where things fall into. Oh, there's that tip. Ask my kids, where's the remote at? What do they do? They go to the crevices, the couches, catch it all. God's got to get to your crevice. Places where you're thinking, oh, man, we're doing good. Man, everything's good. Man, our marriage is good. Relationships are good. My job's good. Everything. But what's catching it? Where's your crevice at? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because God brings that fire. And that trial comes. And guess what comes out of the crevice? Snakes. And and, 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 how could this have happened? This brother, this sister, 25 years and and the way they responded, the way they acted, the, the things they, they did is of the crevice. And when you don't bring God your crevice, and you don't tell God, hey, God, honestly, I'm broke. 
I still have this hurt. I still have this pain. I still remember. And I'm still holding on to. And I, and I, still, I still have a little bit of doubt. That crevice. That crevice starts to go away because the one thing God cannot deny is a heart that's willing to change. And God bless you if you're at a point where you're, 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 you're wanting this change and you're just tired. I'm fed up. I'm tired. I'm tired. I, you know, I remember pastor's testimony and, and hung over there and, 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 and just tired. Some of y'all, you know, you, you were at a point you were just tired, right? I was tired. I'm tired. The world had no gain. There's people that are wealthy that are tired have no peace, no happiness. And we that have the peace and happiness in the God that we should be rejoicing in, try to become the rich person. How to do it? How to do it? How to do it? God says it. This is the way people are going to know I'm blessed. The God's on my side. How to get in it. I know I might miss uh, Wednesday services. I know I might show up late. Sometimes I'm going to be too tired to really even and be, you know, inspired and be root for Jesus and, 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 and you know, I, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it while I can. And God says, you know what? All the gold and silver is mine. If you just focused in on my kingdom, man. You know, I, I wish some young people would be hearing this tonight. I wish some young people would, you know, ones that, you know, want to have their life figured out could hear this, just this sound from God right now saying, Focus on the kingdom. If you focus on the kingdom, you're going to have doors that will open up. People are going to hand you keys. Yet, this world gets us out of focus. We start to think, I got I to chase after the next thing. And God's like, man. Right now, look, focus on me. Because this world's going to go through shaking, stability test. People are going to start to question their faith. People are going to start to question my word. People are going to say, was Jesus really, did he really not love these types? Did he really mean for us to be not accepting of this? And we have got to have the word in us and be prepared to speak truth. Not live in the shadows. Can you see? Yeah, I can see. I see walking trees. Ah, you're not seeing clearly yet. We turn to Jeremiah 24, 7. And I will give them a heart to know me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I need this heart because the heart is the greatest deceiver of all things. The thing that distracts me the most. But your promise is telling me right now, you will give me a heart to what? To know him. I want to know you, Jesus. I want to know you. I want to know you, Jesus. Give me this heart to know you, Jesus. Give me this heart, this commitment to know you, Jesus. 
that I am the Lord and they shall be my people and I will be their God for they shall return unto me with what was partial. I give you all my heart, God, take it. Oh, I don't take that though. I need that little piece. That's family. I give you all my heart, God, take it. Oh, I don't take that. I kind of, that's, that's a crush that I kind of grew up with right there. And I don't know about that one. That's kind of nice. I, I, you know, that's, you know, it's a bad habit. I know it's a bad custom that I was raised with. Don't take that one, God. I give you my entire heart, heart, God. Oh, don't take that one right there. That pain right there. Just, you know, that pain is, it reminds me that I'm alive. This, this pain, this type of pain reminds me I'm alive. And he says here, when they shall return unto me with their whole heart. So that's telling me that a people went away with their heart. We see Peter, we see the rich man turning and denying God. But he said it didn't end there because they returned back with their whole heart. Thank you for your mercy, God. Amen. You know, there's hope here. There's seats here. There's, there's people here that aren't here that are going to be here with their whole heart. Oh, but, 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 but what are they going to find when they're here? What are they going to find when they're here? Are they going to find, are they going to find a people committed Believing, motivating. You know, I, I wish I had a crazy person here. Who wants to be a crazy person here? Kevin, you, Kevin, you fit the bill. And I mean, and I'm, I'm saying it in a good way. I also wish I had Kevin that would walk over here and say, "Alavale, praise him, praise him." Praise him. He's a good God. He's a mighty God. He's a God that's not going to forsake you. I love I mean, I wish I had a crazy person that would just be walking around the church. I love I love I wish, you know, somebody just felt inspired because they know God's going to do something in their life. That they don't care if people call them crazy. They don't care how people see them. Because all that matters is that God's going to do something in them. We've got to break these molds. We've got to break these chains. These things that are holding us back. That aren't allowing God to use us. Enough's enough. It's time to trust in him. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm crazy. God, I believe God can do it. I believe he's going to do it, but, but we got to get out of this little thing where it's like, I can't even stand up. I mean, uh, you, 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 you're in the United States of America. You can stand up anytime you want to praise God. If God's talking to your heart that's, that's, that's not seeing him the way you used to see him and he's speaking to you and he's revealing to you something, you have every right, you have every right to call out to him, to praise him. He's not going to just pick you up and move you. You've got to pick yourself up and move. 
We just want God to do it all. God says, look, I need you to, I need you to take some steps. That's all what you might have is some steps. But I promise you he's going to take more as he gets you through it. God, get me through this. It's hurt. It's doubt. This season. I got to see you, God. I got I to gotta know that my heart, my heart will return to you, Jesus. My whole heart. We've committed things to you, God, in, in this world and, and the anxieties of this world and the hurt of this world and, and the doubt of this world and, 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 and just the pride of this world and the pride that's in us. It's removing our heart from you, Jesus. I need to return my heart to you, Jesus, that heart that believed that you would do it. Now I kind of doubt it a little bit, so I come here, and I'm looking just for you to move it. I don't even speak it anymore to move. I used to speak to move it. You want to hear something crazy? I was watching something, and I've heard it a couple of times. Well, you know, he said, manitas. We're having a little get-together right at a house. A little Tupperware party, right? I don't judge them. You guys used to like the Tupperware parties. And while they're in the middle of the Tupperware party, this robber walked in, opened the door and you, walked right in and held a gun. He says, had his bag and says, start putting your purse, purses and your cell phones in, my, in this bag. There had to be one of these, right? Lady starts, stands up and starts yelling, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you're not going to do this. Anyway, guess what happened? They, they're interviewing. All the ladies started yelling that. This person didn't know what to do. They said that this person started kind of like stumbling back like, what in the world? I think I've heard about you. Bible thumpers. And, and, and he started backing out. Not even running out, backing out. Like they had something on him. But yet, we get engraved in our minds that our God's not bigger than the evil that's out there. Jesus, I, well, Elias said, open up their eyes. Elijah said, they can see that there's more with us. There's more for us than against us. That's why we pray. That's why we're vigilant. Because our wives still go to the stores and they're shooting up Walmarts. We say, God, you know what? I know where you're at. And if I bring my heart to you, you promised me, Jesus. I trust in you, Lord. Help me, God, to make sense of this world. Help me to make sense of this world instead of living in fear. But knowing that this is temporary for me. This is not my home. You're building my home for me. Help me, God, to see that clearly. 
because I don't want to leave it. I love it too much. I love it too much. I love it so much, God, that I lose focus on you. When I love you more than anything, you take care of everything. Want me to love you, God. I got to love you more than my wife. Is you teach me how to love her even more. But when I, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm so, when I'm so lost in something, doesn't matter what it is, I lose focus on you. And you're the promiser of things. You're the one that wants to see me get through it, God. You want to see me receive it, Jesus. Jesus, help me to see it. If we turn to John, I mean, Psalms 19, 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So let the words of my mouth, which is most, most likely going to be what's in my heart. And we ain't getting hallelujahs, amens, praise the Lord, you can do it. Guess what's in your heart? And we're not getting the, you know, amen, that was for me, Jesus. That was for me, Jesus. You spoke to me, Jesus. I'm getting too complacent. I'm getting too comfortable, Jesus. So, so he says, meditation of my heart be acceptable. So the meditation of my heart is, where is my heart at? Well, my heart is providing for my family and the success and, 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 and the security of my family. Guess what? That's going to be a distraction for you. Because that's fine if it's one of your things. But your meditation needs to be on God, Amen. the provider of these things. It's like this. Let me just give you an example, right? Some of y'all may have heard this before. I might have said it before. But look, it's like me, like, I'm excited. You know, Sister Margie, I got, an, I got an awesome security system in my house. I got cameras. I got, like, door sensors, and they open and go, bing, bing. The back door just opened. Kind of freaky sometimes, right, in the middle of the night when you hear that sound, you're like, and you just realize that the kids didn't shut the door all the way. I got, it's awesome. And, you know, I got cameras that I can zoom in. Velma, I got a camera that moves. So if you wanted to see your dog, you go, oh, there he is. I even got another camera. I got another camera that I can talk through it. Yes, I do. Hey, what are y'all doing? Oh, Mom and dad are watching us. But you know what I ain't got? I ain't got nothing if I don't hit arm. I just got equipment. But until I arm it, I'm paying for something monthly that we, we, we had it there work, not working for a while, right? It wasn't working. It wasn't functioning. They needed to upgrade it. it. Sounded great when I told you at the beginning, right? You guys were like, oh, check them out, brother Gabe. Oh, man, Awesome. 
does me no good if I don't hit arm. Our heart, all these things, these promises, all these things that God is telling us, it does us no good if we're not giving it to him. If we're not giving him our heart, how is he going to change our heart? If we're not giving him us, how is he going to make us better? Some of us got to, you know, say, God, it's yours. The child's your, yours. I'm going to raise them. You, 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 I'm going to discern it. You're going to give it to me, but it's yours. I'm going to let you do what you got to do, God. Some of us haven't done that yet. We're like, it's ours. The moment becomes yours, and you're like, God will start giving you word. And the profoundness of your words are, are, different from, are different from nursing. They become raising. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Let my focus be acceptable in your sight, Lord. Let what I put priority be acceptable in your sight, Lord. Some of us, we come here and, and we're just looking for the, the, God, just tell me, should I take this job or not? You know, some of us are coming here, God, should I buy this house or not? And God's saying, look, come on, come on. Something bigger than that. I got something bigger than that for you. I got freedom, I got peace. I got a healing for that void that's in you, that abandonment that's there. Like we, like we, like we studied last week, Moses, 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 staff in hand, still had mama issues. Moses, you're going to free my people and bring them out of Egypt. He still had mama issues. It was pretty simple. Speak to the rock. Gather the people. Speak to the rock. Nah. These rebels. What happens when it's in us? But that void's there and when God's commanding us to do something. And we miss it. Miss it. God has said it before. And if we could just focus in it. God, I got to give you my heart. If I give you my heart, God. If I give you my heart and I don't ask you, hey, can you give it back to me, God? He's kind of cute. He's kind of cute. I used to tell the youth that one all the time. It's cute for them, right? There's some of y'all the same way. I give you my heart, God. Well, you know what, God? I don't know. I might need it. I'm feeling like, you know, here we go again. I was like, look, if you gave it to me, then just give it to me. Are you worried about it? Act like you ain't got it no more. But the problem is that this world comes at you. No, no, no. Mm. Ah. And there you go with your heart again. That's right. That's right. You know, I need to, I need to think about these things. That's right. That's right. I heard buddy tell me this thing. This is happening here. That's right. That's right. You know, I heard, you know, this stuff's happening here in town. That's right. That's right. And there I go with my heart again. 
Or, or, or how about this one? How about this one? How about just a little comment that comes at you? You like that one? A little comment that comes at you and you're like, where's my heart at? I need my heart. That one, that just enraged me. I that. How dare that person? Don't they know? Don't they know that it hurts there? And God says, act like you ain't got it no more. Act like you, it's, if you've given it to me. But no, we choose to, we rather it be in us, right? It's got to be right here, right here. I know where it's at. No, I want to, I, I choose, like Pastor used to say, I choose not to be offended. How many of us choose not to be offended here tonight? How many of us are carrying still a little bit of, a bit of pride, a little bit of hurt? Some of us might still be carrying something. I don't like to, I admit, I don't know. My mom knows me pretty good, I think. My wife knows me pretty good, I think. I mean, do I, do I hold a grudge pretty good? No? You wish I did? <laughs> why, do you, why are you smiling like that? Because you hold one pretty good? I don't. Who, who, who holds grudges here pretty good? Everybody. Jennifer is the only one, huh? Yeah, Jennifer? Nobody. Brother Renee, you hold a grudge pretty good? Mr. Donna? Ah, praise the Lord. Look at that. Rosa? Yeah? Liz? Liz? Liz. I just got to, you know, you, you know when you talk to your kids that you got to do it the three times and then, then she's like, <laughs> Ornan? Right? Mano Raul? It's Kevin? Natural sometimes until you break it. Amen. And, I, and I, you know what? And, 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 God bless Jennifer, you know, she was smiling on that. But I've seen her improve on that. She gets tired of it. It, it was so funny, you know, and I'm just going to talk about, we, it's how the devil worked in our lives, in both of our lives, that we would get in an argument before I was going to take a trip. Really? Like, what are we both thinking here? I might not come back from this plane. But that's the way the devil works. And little by little, God started revealing in us, like, hey, come on, really? Is this where you want to be at? No, I don't, God. I really don't. And the word, and the word of God prevailed. And it worked in us. Because we, we selfishly took it for ourselves. The moment I was like, ah, you know, I hope, I pray. I don't even know what I'm doing there. Is that like Jedi stuff? I don't know. Some of us, we come here like, God, Jesus, let me just touch him real quick and just heal that. I'm laughing because y'all do it. But the moment that it's like, be healed, it's me. It's my thoughts that I can't control. If Moses would have said, man, God, you know, I came and I, and I showed the sign. I put my face on the ground, but I wasn't even hearing what he was telling me to do. Gave reverence to him, but I wasn't hearing. 
Help me to see God. I'm going to see you, Jesus, tonight. Praise the Lord. If we turn to John 17, 3. This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ who hath sent, whom thou hast sent. So, we look for life, and we think we see it. A lot of us, you know, we, we, you know, we, we feel grounded, we feel stable, we feel until that storm or that torment comes and 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 we we're looking for life things it's natural i mean i gotta get up tomorrow and go to work ain't nothing spiritual that's gonna take that away from me i can't say hallelujah jesus i believe you i trust in you help me not go to work tomorrow provide for me jesus come on we see paul mending tents because he believed you don't work, you don't eat. But again, discerning what is life and what is life is that we may know who God is. Some of us are experiencing that now for the first time. We're starting to hear, who, okay, you talk about this God a lot. This God has figured out a lot of things for you, and I'm just getting right now to know him. You know, this God right here, you talk a lot about God, but I haven't experienced this type of freedom that you're talking about. I really don't even know where, or your testimony of what God did for you. I just know where I'm at. I'm probably at a different level of depth or need than you're at. See, don't limit what God did in me if it was minor to what God can do for you. As I guarantee you, the same God that will, has done it for me will go to the depths for you. Amen. And you can experience it. I mean, there's some, there, I mean, come on, brothers and sisters. I mean, you, you know, we've heard testimonies here, and, and some of these testimonies have, they've wrecked me. They've wrecked me. You know what that means? They, they've, I, I just, I can't, I can't believe it. That couldn't have happened to you, but you're here, and you're praising God, and you're glorifying him. Because why? Because you believe that he has healed you. He has freed you. It's not going to happen again. You're not going to allow it to repeat itself. How about that one? How about when you just choose, you know, what had happened, but you're not going to allow it repeat itself? You're breaking the curse. We get so caught up on, on what happened, but we're not reminding ourselves that God allowed this to happen so one day it wouldn't happen to those that I love. God knew I was strong enough. Who am I speaking here to tonight? I don't even know where this is coming from, but God said you were strong enough to go through what you went through. Because one day you were going to be vigilant for those that you love. You have no idea what God can do for you. When he inspires you, because talk is cheap. Oh, I, love this. I love my kids. I love this until I stand up for something. And I say, God, 
you're in control. You've protected. Your promises are true. At the moment that our life and our hurt starts to distract us and we fall asleep, we fall asleep, it becomes the medication of depression, the numbness that the world will offer you. Ah, uh, you got that syndrome. Oh, you got this. We got to get you this. Oh, you, you, you got this. I need to, you need to have a little bit of this. Take a little bit of this, and I'll take a little bit of that off. Nah. Nah, God. You've promised to take it all. And I'm grateful to you, God. I'm grateful to you because there were some voids in me, too. There was some hurt in me. Amen. But we turn to Isaiah 26.3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. So, so perfect peace will come to them that their mind is focused on God. And why is their mind focused on God? Because they trust in him. Come on. You having a problem with focusing on God? It's probably because you don't trust in him. I'm so distracted. You know, I got so much, I got so many projects. I got so much stuff happening. I got so many things happening. I'm so busy. I'm busy, 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 busy. I'm Moses and I'm telling the story of when I, when, when God used me and the plagues came and staff and all the, all the accolades. But you know what? All these accolades were just a cover up. All these things that I was telling you about were just a cover up for what was broken. Oh, I got a degree in this. Oh, I've been here. I've been, you know, I've been to, you know, 15 countries around the world and I've traveled and I've done this. And I, I can stay all day, just accolades, right? But if there's void here, all it is is a wall. How do I let God get to the void? How do I get that perfect peace? Peace. I got to let my mind stay on him because I trust him. I trust him. What does it mean to trust someone? How do you define trust? Ah, he has an answer for me. What's your answer? Come on. Come on. Ah, okay. What does it mean to trust? You know what? You know how I used to define trust? You know what? John, what, is, what does it mean to trust someone? Huh? No doubt. Praise the Lord. That's a good one. You know what I mean to trust someone is, is, is saying, yeah, my son can ride with you to Austin. Would you say I trust you by that comment? And do you understand the weight of that responsibility? Praise the Lord. I think you do. That's a value to me. He asked me, hey, can I, can I go to Austin with Lorenzo? And I said, yeah. Lorenzo's got to feel he trusts me. How do we show we trust in God? Doing what he says. Thank God, you know, doubt comes into my mind. I know, I know, I know things are being removed. You're taking away stuff. Oh, man, that's scary, isn't it? It's scary. It's taken away from you, doesn't it? Oh, you're going to take this away from me. Are you going to take this away from me? I don't know about that. Anything he's going to take away from me, he's going to replace with something better. Oh, you don't even know. 
He's got, you know, he's got to make room. You don't even know what room is, do you? Are you hoarders? <laughs> he's got to make room. God, hey, here's, here's my place. <laughs> Take it. Because I know you're going to make it better. Make it better, God. If we turn to uh, Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The problem is with us is this week we're not still. Amongst the heathen. Our minds kind of. Anybody paying attention to the front door here? Anybody watching that? What's the plan? Because the devil does a little bit of things, and like Pastor said, the shepherd will be, uh, you know, striked on, and the sheep will scatter. But when we focus on God, and if we're sheep that just look, okay, I just saw my shepherd fall. Okay, I just saw something. I got to be still. And I got to believe he's God. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear that. I don't know if I wanted to hear that because I kind of like being worried about stuff. Psalms 112, 7. <laughs> I'm going to just read the version that I did. They will have no fear of bad news. Where's my truck at? I parked my truck right here. There's a picture of me doing that, isn't there? Somebody was laughing at me this week because I was giving a testimony about, I'm pointing down, they're like, I thought he called me, it had been months I had talked to him, and he goes, hey, I saw your picture, and I, I felt horrible for you when I saw you pointing at an empty spot. I said, that's the picture I had to send the police. God is my witness. My wife's right here in front of you. I, I didn't cry. I, I, I sat back and said, okay, what's going on here? But I knew God was going to do something. So you're not going to be afraid of bad news. His heart, his focus is fixed in trusting in the Lord. Oh, man. Oh, is your heart fixed on that? Because you know what? You're probably going through something that's seen if it is. I don't know. My heart kind of hurts. That's the problem. God wants to take care of that hurt. But you got to give him your heart. Psalms 57, 7. Amen. And that's the group to pass on up. My heart is fixed. Wow, what a statement, huh? What a statement. How many of y'all want to say that tonight? My heart is fixed. Listen to David saying that. David had abandonment issues. David had 
growing up issues. David, you heard pastor talking about it in sin I was born, but he wasn't even, he wasn't even invited. When they told him, get your sons, this is going to be an anointing tonight, today. He wasn't even invited. What do you mean you're going to anoint? Yeah, get all your sons. I'm going to look at them, and I'm going to anoint the next king of Israel. And you see David saying, my heart is fixed. Yeah, 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 see, see, look, look, let me tell you something real quick, okay? Because it hurts. It hurts when, you're, when your mom and dad don't go to your baseball game, your football game. It hurts when, when they don't thank you or congratulate you or love on you a little bit more. It hurts when they left you. It hurts when, they, when the abuse was there. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts seeing all this thing hurts. But David hurt. And he said, my heart is fixed. Oh, God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. We have our heart here, and again, we bring our heart here. Man, we got it here. Your heart's here. You're here. You're here. You're not somewhere else where your heart can't be fixed. You're here. You're in the place that it could get fixed. You're in the place that it can be healed. And yet, we're not saying those words, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. That pain is gone. That regret is gone. I don't have a burden anymore of who I was in the past, what I did. Oh, God, you removed that stuff from me. I trust in you, Jesus. I know, you know what, I might have not have been this. I might have not have been a great this or a great that, but you're removing that from me, God, because my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. We all stand up, brothers and sisters. Psalms 91, 14. Because he has set his love upon me. You know, this, 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 this is beautiful. Setting it on you is great. And this version right here says, because he has focused his love on me. Is God, have we recognized God's love? He's looking at everyone here tonight and he's saying, are you recognizing that his love can be focused on you? Or you just feel loveless? Nobody can love me. I'm unlovable. I've never felt love before from the womb of my mother until today. But he says he's focused his love on you. I will protect him because he knows my name. I'm sorry, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in his distress. I will deliver him and I will honor him. God, we're here in your presence. Our children are beside us. Our children are in our hearts 
sometimes our children are in our hearts that our hearts got to be fixed. I ask God that you bring this peace that you promise. And that we start showing this radicalness. Trusting in you, Jesus. Where's my crazy one at? Where's Kevin at? Kevin, don't fall asleep, Kevin. I know you raised your hand up, Peter. But it's tough. It is tough. And you got to just praise your way through it. And there's brothers and sisters here that God bless y'all. Just getting here is enough with the struggles. But now it's time to take it to another level. Now it's time to come on. Brother Renee, Brother Renee, if you were to tell me a lavale, if you would tell me praise him, you know how you that would wreck me. Because I know what it takes for you to praise him. It's everything that's in you, brothers, because of your health. It's the struggle to get here, to hear you say praise him, and, I'm, and I can jump around and I'm able. And I know that's what it is for you, brother. It's a fight to get here. So we can say, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. I will praise him because my heart is fixed. Or again, are we choosing to not take the resources out with us? Not taking what can fix our home with us to our vehicle because we didn't bring the proper vehicle. God, let me take everything. Let me take it with me, God, because my heart is fixed. Let's pray, brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, we come before you. We're grateful, Lord, for your love. Your grace, Lord, your, your word, Lord, your word is true, Lord Jesus. I ask right now that your spirit, your Holy Spirit, just fall upon us, Lord. Some of us are struggling, Lord, with these anxieties, Lord, of fear of what's going to happen. What if this happens to us? What if somebody comes here and does this to us? What if this were to happen to us? Lord, we got to trust in you and be vigilant on you, Lord, and control what we can control, which is our home, Lord Jesus. Let us teach our children, teach our family to be respectful to life, to appreciate people, Lord Jesus to preach love, Lord, when they're out there, to reach out to people that are in this voided mindset. I ask, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you're just with the families, Lord, everyone that lost someone. But I ask, Lord, that you reveal in us, Lord, what what still needs to be fixed and what you did fix. You spoke to something tonight, Lord Jesus. Are we taking the resources with us to maintain this fix that you put in us tonight, Lord Jesus? Are we taking the ointment, Lord, so we can still put it on the cancer? I ask, Lord, more than anything that you inspire, Lord, that you inspire a new heart because it is returned to you, Lord Jesus. We have hearts here, Lord, that have been away, that have been strayed for for a time, Lord, that still are hesitating to completely give it to you, Lord. But I ask, Lord, you inspire, Lord, and that you teach, Lord, that there's nothing, there's no power in the universe, Lord, that can withstand a contrite heart coming to you, a heart willing to change, Lord Jesus. Bless those wanting to change, wanting to come, that came with purpose of change, Lord. I ask you, I ask, Lord, that your spirit, Lord, your spirit is truth, Lord, and it guides us in this truth, Lord, and that we don't just believe fables, Lord. 
that we don't believe opinions that have no word to them, Lord Jesus. I ask, Lord, that you get to the crevices. The crevices that are in us, Lord, that, that all the crumbs of sin fall into, Lord, and, and we think that they've been removed, Lord, but they're hiding in the crevices. Your word can reach the crevices, Lord. It's a double-edged sword that goes to the profound depths of the soul. Bless this church, Lord. Bless this church. The members that are here, Lord, that are, that are fighting, Lord, the good fight, Lord, that are coming here, Lord, I ask that they come here with more than purpose, Lord more than effort, that they come here with a desire to take something, Lord. Take something with them, Father. Bless us, Lord, and we ask, Lord, that you protect us in, on the roads, Lord, that you protect us, Lord, and in this evil world that we're in, Lord, that we trust in you, Lord, that you are still our God. Merciful God, you are. Bless us all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen. I'm going to ask Sister Gabby to sing Nada Simposible. Amen. Probably said that wrong, but did I say it right? Yeah. What I used to call it, todo que? Todo lo puedo or something like that? Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, be blessed with this song and, and let's just keep on praying. Amen.